0: Hello, and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment podcast about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and we continue to be in Leader Out of Their Own Affiliation Month. Um, And speaking of that, uh, our guest from about two weeks ago, Justy, has recently gotten in touch with me about they had gotten the chance to put the list that we made on air Onto the table, and he was really happy with the results. Um, He played it at 20 threat with Cap, Cyclops, Loki, Mind Gem, Vision, and Beast against uh, New Brotherhood, and he said it ended up working out fairly well, and the movement effects were really, really strong. Um, So that is really reassuring, and I'm interested to see more results come out of that list because it's one that I'm really excited about. But anyway... This week, though, we have TBE Matt. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing very, very well. Glad to be here and to be uh, getting down and doing some tinkering with you, Lexa.
0: Thank you. Uh, For those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself?
1: Yes. So uh, I'm uh, TBE Matt, uh, is my Discord and online handle. real name, real human name, Matthew Light. Um, and anyone who's played me on Discord will know that I quite like to get down to what people's real human names are when we start playing so that I can use them in-game, especially online to get that sort of interpersonal interaction that we've all lost uh, mm-hmm. so recently. I used to be a very um, hardcore, diehard Magic the Gathering player for the mo- for the first sort of, ooh, you know... 10 years of my gaming career well maybe not i started with warhammer as i think a lot of people do when you meet them in games mm-hmm. um then i played magic for a long time um and then i started playing D D um and just dropped competitive magic altogether and i've slowly started scratching that competitive itch again with with war games until i stumbled on uh, marvel crisis protocol of uh, summer of 2020. um not the best of times to start a new game, one would have thought. But obviously I've benefited hugely um, from the online community mm-hmm. on Discord and and the league structure.
0: You've basically hit the uh, more mainstream version of my journey.
1: Really? Tell me a bit about that, Alexa. Uh
0: Because I started with... Uh, I got really into... Not quite to like going to competitions, but a lot of online play of Netrunner.
1: Right, I heard fantastic things. One of my um, one of my close friends at university, it's still close friends now. Um, he, I I came into the fantasy flight games um when Legend of the Five Rings was re released, because mm. um, I was sold onto it by um, someone who'd played it before, and, th- and they'd played Netrunner and said that Netrunner was just, just wonderful.
0: Yeah, just I, wonderful to play. I was a filthy, filthy player. Um, I literally <laughs> had opponents go, your deck makes me sick. Because uh, for for people who will know what this is, I was playing Val Blackmail. Um, which was a deck where your opponent never actually got to flip up their defences. <laughs> it got banned out of the game for good reason
1: i'm i'm very much like that lexa in when i'm when i'm building a list um in I'll, I'll use magic as an as an analogy but some people will know know what i'm talking about next and 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 for those that don't i'll explain it as best i can there are two kinds of of gamers of players um often you have ones that are who, who win tournaments, this is, you know, who, 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 you know, get the results. Mm-hmm. On one side of the coin.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: let, to... let me, let me, let me finish. Let me finish. On one side of the coin, um, you've got, um, and now I'm going to use magic as the example. In magic, you've got, you've got the two legends of the game going back, you know, 20 years. You've got a, a guy called Kai Buda, who was a German pro. And you've got a guy called John Finkel, who was an American pro. And they were great at about the same time. And if there were twenty tournaments in the year between them, they'd win fifteen of them. Mm-hmm. And one of them, John Finkel, he was, is perhaps naturally uh, incredibly gifted. You know, he he sees the game well, and he can he could come back from not playing, play for a week, and, and still get the results. He he just had the mind for it. And the other player, um, Kai Buddha, was was a workhorse. So he would get the games in he'd do all the prep he'd always know exactly what was going on with the format he'd always be be preparing and and for me i'm i'm that that second one i'm i'm a workhorse so okay. when i'm building lists what i'm trying to do in my list building isn't necessarily create a list that's going to give me all of the tools to solve every puzzle because i'm i'm john finkel i'm trying to give me a list that when we start shuffling cards at the start of the game or getting our minis out of our case the game is already so hard for my opponent and tipped in my favor that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to have to have, have to be the genius. I can just be the, the workhorse who's done the reps.
2: Okay.
0: So
1: that's what I'm trying to achieve with my list building.
0: You went a very different direction than I thought you did because traditionally <laughs> in Magic, uh, based on an article that Mark Rosewater, the lead designer of Magic, wrote in 2013, there are three different types of Magic players.
1: Himmy, Johnny, and Spike. Yep. And and mm. I think
0: that's a very interesting and important philosophy on how we talk about players.
1: Um, mm. I, I I agree with you completely.
0: And that was the direction I thought you were going to be heading, and like, <laughs> did you forget one of them? <laughs> um for those who don't know what we're talking about, I will not do it justice in whatever time this digression is. So, actually, go read the article from Mark Rosewater. It's really brilliant.
1: Um, and and it might it might be that over over time in um, Marvel Crisis Protocol, um, you, you you get those sorts of legends developing because we're already seeing, aren't we, um, a, a a pool of people
2: yeah. doing well at
1: the top of the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and you know it, it, it might be that you that that develops
2: mm-hmm.
1: um but yes i when you talk to me about this deck that you played once uh, in netrunner that was you know broken and it got banned that's what i'm always looking for well i'm always looking for the deck that's or the roster that's that's too good you know that you play it at one tournament you win the big prize and then when you go to the one next month you can't play it anymore because it was too good that's that's the list i'm trying to make um when the first banned and restricted list um came out uh, i'd only been playing um crisis protocol for um oh gosh you know a few months mm-hmm. but my list had um med pack patch up um um Grace. Field okay. dressing, brace, and uh, drop off in it. That that was the five tactics cards I was playing in my list. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd been telling all the people, the local players, you know, these cards are the best. I don't know why anyone's playing anything else. Um, and people were like, "Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe." And and then they all got restricted. And I thought, yeah. okay, that was
2: so. That was
0: it's vindicating. That list was one of the few times where the the your style of play, and my style of play, cross sectioned um. Because while it was a very powerful list, it was not a very meta list. And I am not a big I wanna play on a different access than every other deck in the meta. Because then your opponent doesn't necessarily have the specific answers to your deck.
1: And I suppose it would be fair to say that when you have that that drive that you're talking about that you have Lexa to find the off the beaten track list Mm -hmm. while also it being very strong that's you're almost sometimes more likely um to stumble upon the 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 degenerate thing Mm -hmm. because because it's unexplored
2: yeah
0: and And so
1: you know mm.
0: and that's a big part of the show is i want to see experimentation and trying stuff out with these characters because i don't think they get the love and representation they need and there's also probably janky book and stuff with them
1: absolutely absolutely and and perhaps one of your one of your guests will will take the list out to a tournament and and suddenly you did find it or you were 80 percent of the way there yeah and i think with um especially in this country in the uk um our lockdown is easing to the point where we can have in-person tournaments um from the end of June
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I think once you've got that I think you know more people are going to be able to take these lists and just have a bit of a have a bit of a play with them aren't they um because they'll be it won't just be getting one game at a week online they'll be able to take it have four games in a day and and really report back yeah so that's quite exciting I suppose for the podcast
0: yes though though we have kind of digressed because I was I was talking about my journey <laughs> towards Marvel Crisis protocol so so I played a bunch of Netrunner um, and then I fell in love with Vampire the Masquerade and got into the LARP scene Again. and fell off. I've
1: heard good things. Mm.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I've heard very good things. Um, are you, are you a LARPer in the, in, you're in the States, aren't you, Lexa?
0: Yeah. So it's, I don't LARP anymore for one, um, pandemic, duh. But more importantly, okay. it was, I moved away from easy access to the LARP scene and when it was sure. just something that I could walk 10 minutes to, it was amazing. Mm. But yeah. when it's now conflicting with work schedules and stuff like that, I don't get out into the lot as much anymore. But I do still play... Um, I run Tabletop Vampire right now. Um, oh, while it's not my preferred system, I prefer Chronicles of Darkness, which... There's probably a bonus episode somewhere for me just yelling about how good that system is, but that's for another time. Yeah. Um that was um that is um that was kind of where I really fell heavily into tabletop role playing games was with that stuff. Um and I actually ran a lot for about six months. Um Oh. Yeah.
1: I bet that was an interesting challenge.
0: It was because I was given a sinking ship.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I did my best, and I have some fun experiences from it, but it it fell apart in the end. But I mm-hmm. I think I was given that. I think that was the way things were headed already, and I just couldn't mm-hmm. bail out the water quick enough. Because um, as much as I love the lob scene, there is a lot of drama in the lob scene. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> that was because i i think when you're a when you're a gamer um because you 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 went to college didn't you like mm-hmm. when you're when you're a gamer and and you're at university a lot of your listeners i'm sure will will have experiences where even if you're not a role player or a larper um you're when you're at university when you're at college you are larp adjacent or oh, RPG yeah. adjacent, mm-hmm. so there are people in and out of your social circle who who are in that world. And I I certainly remember um, there being a lot of a lot of LARP based drama that I heard about. Um, so yeah,
0: yeah. Well, a, a, a question, uh, the thing. A you question
1: have... I'd have for you. Go on. go please go ahead.
0: Uh, well, the thing you have to remember about uh, LARP is that it's a bunch of uh, legal adults camping out in the middle of the nowhere that gets freaky at night? Especially if you're doing the weekend laps. I have heard stories.
1: To to, to get it back onto the... Well, closer to the uh, straight and narrow, Lexa, which, and I'm not saying we're getting all the way back (laughs) to to talking about... uh, I am fine with digressions. Um, Would you say that... um, because, like you say, we've had similar sort of sort of journeys uh, in gaming. Would you say that that for a lot of gamers, you know, war gamers, card gamers, you know, the, the competitive gamers, trying role-playing games is a step that, that, that you would recommend to them that they really need to take? Because I know for me personally... It was it was hugely hugely fantastic hugely formative. Mm-hmm. Um, I run a, a weekly D D game now. I play a sort of fortnightly Warhammer Fantasy role playing game, and I I certainly can't see that ever really changing. Yeah. Um, again,
0: um, I do highly highly recommend people check out tabletop RPGs. And if you if you find something like D D or even Vampire the Masquerade, which I think is simpler than D D, though I haven't dug into fifth edition because. I'm not a fantasy person. I don't like of swords and sorcery. I want like my modern day, all that I, stuff. The
1: games that's I'd I'd not quite twigged that, but but I've got on my little notepad here written down all the, all the games you've mentioned you've played, and and that is certainly the the theme, isn't it? It's it's uh, it's either sort of sci-fi or or um, I think sometimes it's referred to as low fantasy, isn't it?
0: Uh modern uh, fantasy. Hmm. Um, and and I do play some stuff that's just outside of that realm I do occasionally get in a Call of Cthulhu game and I as I mentioned at the end of the stream every week I do do a bunch of stuff with Arkham Horror the card game so it's like basically the 1920s is like my starting point if you're anything <laughs> there later I really vibe with you
1: so just like a a, a whiff of World War 1 and it starts to get a little bit too early
0: <laughs> yeah, I want like my flappers and my dames and I yeah. I, I want to play a Femme Fatale. I, I have a touch. Yeah. Um but no, I think it's a very important thing and if if like D or Call of Cthulhu or Vampire the Masquerade seems too intimidating, I highly, highly recommend um story games. Um I was in this scene for a hot minute um in Seattle. Um and it's the likes of like Monster Hearts is great. And uh, Fiasco is fantastic. And uh, I will shout out personal friend of mine, Max, and his creation, Legend of the Elements. If you like Avatar The Last Airbender, there is a legally distinct, really simple ga- uh, tabletop role-playing game that's basically just Avatar called Legend of the Elements. That's
1: I ask you, Lexa, to um, ping me a message with that after we finish finished recording um, <laughs> so that I can... Uh so that I can have a look at that, because I, I do love um, Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. I, thinking about the date range that you were just saying about the things you like, I suppose um, that, that um, feeds into, combines with, your other great love, which is um, cinema, isn't it? Yeah. And and, and television. And, and after 19, 1920s onward, that puts you in the the golden age of Hollywood.
0: Well um, so... it's the nineteen twenties and I could probably go back to the nineteen tens too. Um, but really it's about the invention of radio is really my tipping point. Where we start to get really long form oral storytelling. And like I know that existed beforehand in like the fables and the campfire tales and stuff. But the mm. the mass propagation of those stories to a mass populace um Mm -hmm. for those who don't know and i i don't think i've talked about this on this podcast but i've definitely talked about it in other places i went to college and at a very weird university um where you just took classes and then at the end they gave you a degree that's kind of an amalgam of whatever you took and you didn't really have any requirements on what you had to take as like basics or whatnot or have. You have to fill out so many of these classes to get this type of degree. So my degree is technically in the cross-section of modern war studies and, and media studies.
1: That certainly sounds very interesting. Yeah, so
0: it's like, I wrote an entire paper on how the representation of the drone has shifted over the years throughout television. Wow. Um... So it's Which,
1: like... I, I suppose, uh, for all of your listeners, I mean, I can't imagine many of your listeners didn't watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so I suppose <laughs> they've <barely laughs> seen some of that representation very, very recently.
0: I have. I, I have not enjoyed Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I haven't actually had <laughs> the energy to get through the last two episodes. Golly. um, But I think much of it is, I think it's flawed in its construction.
1: Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're dangerously close to becoming a film and television podcast, I think, aren't we, Alexa?
0: <laughs> well, uh, that which, is. Which,
1: which, I apologize to both you and your listeners because it is, I think, my fault for, uh, <laughs> my fault for getting us to this point.
0: Well, uh, I can't let the cat out of bag too soon, but you will hear about something sort of related to that next week.
1: Ooh. Keep him hooked. Yeah. Keep them coming back. I like oh, yeah. it.
0: Um, but yeah, and then and then I fell into M C P because I'm not the big Marvel fan of the family. Um, my sister is, and I keep on trying to find well, games to play with my sister. And we were in the game true. store, and I'm like, "Would you pl- play this with me?" And she's like, "Maybe." So I picked it up, and I really fell in love with it.
2: Mm.
1: That's that's fantastic. Yeah. For me, picking the game up was um. I really dragged my feet with it <laughs> um, so the only miniatures game I was really playing before was the the Lord of the Rings um, mm-hmm. strategy battle game produced by games workshop which, which is a great game but um, it's also games workshop
0: a company that seems to mm-hmm. hate its customers more and more with each passing year
1: well I live in in derby in um, in the UK which is twenty minutes from Nottingham mm-hmm which is obviously, you know, Games Workshop mothership. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people locally obviously play Games Workshop games. A lot of my friends work at Games Workshop as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, in fact, um, an acquaintance of mine is the head rules writer for the, the Lord of the Rings game. Mm. And, and all these people had started playing Marvel and buying into it and... And you know, I, I heard they were starting to play, and I thought to myself, "Oh, it, maybe I'll play. Maybe it's good. Everyone's trying to convince me to." But I, what I, the situation I didn't want to be in, was I didn't want to purchase, I didn't want to buy in for you know, 150 to 200 pounds, so what, 300 dollars,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and in six months' time, no one play. Yeah, um, that was my big worry. Mm-hmm. and then i started list building i started tinkering and really liked what i was seeing really liked that you got to pick that it was alternate activations you got to pick the missions you got to build your list before the tournament but then you got to build it before every game and mm-hmm. list building's really my my passion yeah um and it, i just fell in love with it and of all the people in in the local area in derbyshire and nottinghamshire um i'm the only person that's played online over lockdown um Mm. so um you know i I really did jump in with two feet once i decided i loved it yeah um but yeah it 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 is just it's just a fantastic game Mm
2: -hmm. it's
1: really well designed um you, you you so rarely play a game where you feel like a complete underdog yeah um and i think you can really see the difference in game design um from you know some of the games workshop games that were designed initially you know 30 plus years ago 30 years ago
2: Mm -hmm.
1: where you know one person moves all of their 70 models and then the other person moves all of theirs and then one person shoots at the other guy and then all he loses 20 percent of his models shoots back and the game is basically over yeah marvel's got this catch-up mechanic and alternate activations is is just Mm -hmm. it's just amazing game design these days is is just amazing speaking of which um (laughs) should should we move on to to the topic.
0: Well, I have... I'm, I'm,
1: I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, uh, I'm very chatty. I'm very sorry, Alexa.
0: I, you're talking to the person who consistently listens to three-hour podcasts. I do not mind. <laughs> um, but, uh, I do have a very important question for you first. Um, as someone who mm. does not make MCP content themselves, I have to ask, which Mar- uh, Marvel character do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol that isn't already in it?
1: Well, I think, I, I'm I'm like a bit like you, um, Alexa, in that I'm not the I'm not the big Marvel um, fanboy uh, or or girl, um, of course. Yeah. Um, in in um, for me, you know, I've I've rewatched a lot of the Marvel films with a more critical eye since I've been playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Um, for me, I think uh, it would probably be Jean Grey. Mm. Um largely because having finished a, a rewatch of all the Marvel films endgamey Marvel heroes I'm now watching a lot of the X-Men films with mm-hmm. my fiance
0: Yeah
1: um and we've just watched X-Men Apocalypse Okay um which I which I certainly wouldn't say um is one of my favorite films uh but I think just you know a, a really powerful mutant would be would be very fun filling out the X-Men uh, other than that I think it might be the Juggernaut um, yeah. Because I think I'd I'd quite like that. In in Magic, there's a an, an old Magic card called Juggernaut. Yep, that um, knows only war. Yeah, um, and you know it has to attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I would uh, yeah Juggernaut would be quite fun to play because I think I'd quite enjoy just like moving him around the table and shouting Here comes the Juggernaut!
0: Yeah, um, if you're going through X Men comment- content right now, um, if you can track it down, I would recommend at least checking out um The Gifted which was the okay. uh, the X-Men the kind of post of uh the kind how do I explain it? It's like mutants are seen as a public threat and so it's all about it so it's kind of like a fugitive mutant TV show that they put out centered around Polaris. Right. Um, I'll have to
1: give that a look,
0: and it has the wonderful, wonderful Amy Acker in one of the lead roles.
1: I will, I will have a look. I'm writing a list of things that we're that we're talking about to 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 follow up with, um, which means I'm confident that this 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 episode is full of good content.
0: Yeah, well, I I always have recommendations, especially for TV. Um, mm. But finally, let's ask the all important question that we're here to ask: Who did you bring?
1: I have in front of me uh, the card for Thor Prince of Asgard. And you know, I think as a character, everyone everyone likes Thor. Yeah, most yeah, people like Thor. He's pretty cool. He
0: he is well before the term came into popular consciousness, he was the very archetypical himbo.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Um and I think that uh, in there's a there's a period in in early early if you know if you can call it that given that it's only about you know nearly two years old in early M C P history when well, I'm given to believe Thor was considered you know one of the the amazing characters you know mm-hmm. everyone had Thor in their roster and he was laying waste um, to you know other people's lists you know he you might play him in every game of the tournament sometimes on both sides mm-hmm. um do we want to talk a little bit about what thor does or do we yeah. assume our listeners know
2: uh, so me. thor
1: would you, i think would you like to do the honors yeah Lexa, well, i think mm-hmm. it is your podcast after all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yes no we definitely want to talk about thor because every episode can be someone's first episode and not everybody knows everything about this game um so thor is a five-set character um 6 health 443 very solid stat line um that goes up to 8 health on his backside um, he has a 6 dice strike that has a wild throw that goes up to size 4 and he has a 3 power super power throw that goes up to size 4 so he has a lot of ability to dish out damage and works really well against bigger lineups in a way that a lot of the m- more A lot of the power players at lower threat values can't deal with bigger models quite as easily as someone like Thor can. Mm. There. And
1: the ability on Thor, I think, that's that's got me that, that that always has my interest. Oh no, probably probably let's go let's go back a step. But I think Thor is really as, as more and more models have been released since since that time in the game's history Thor has has he's, he's dropped out of that position um he's no longer the the sort of murderous five threat that that he once was um he's been replaced by 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 a whole a whole host of models mm-hmm. um and you know a, a lot of models as more models are released in affiliations affiliations get more aggressive models, um and he he drops down. I mean, he was probably considered the best as guardian, you know, in the early days when it was just him, Loki, Hela, and Valkyrie. Now he's probably considered the fourth best as guardian after Angela and Enchantress and Valkyrie. And you know, as as people's positions have shifted.
0: Personally I'll put Loki above him too, because I think people mm. underrate Loki bubble way too much
1: absolutely absolutely so so what we've we've got is we've 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 had this this you know monumental fall from the heavens for Thor, mjolnir sort of you know in hand Mm -hmm. um and what i'm interested in is 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 sort of reassessing our view of thor and 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 what role he he plays in a roster yeah i think just to put one more comment on his fall from grace I think when Thor was considered, you know, one of the best killy models, it was also the period when Shuri was considered an auto include in every list. Mm-hmm. And when you've got those Shuri rerolls to smooth out his inherent um, lack of rerolls and therefore inconsistency, he he is obviously a much stronger model. So what I want to do is I want to I want to almost Take off all of the all of our four baggage from his history, you know. Mm-hmm. Expecting him to kill all these models and, and and you know be you know smashing his way across the table to victory. Mm-hmm. And I want to really hone in on what this card says, what what this character says, what he does, um, so that we can see you know where where should he go.
0: Another point to, um, his fall from grace is he was a big user of drop off. Mm. Um, Absolutely. Cuz you have the classic Thor drop off Loki immediately through a Loki play.
1: Mm. And and I think there's um there's a tendency in in all gaming when when something it, when a combination of cards is used and whether by banning or restricting or changes in the meta or small tweaks in the meta, you can no longer play that combination. So, for example, Thor with drop off um, mm-hmm. and Loki, or, or indeed anyone, what happens is people just just stop playing that character as much. Yeah. They don't because it's because it's and and it's it's reasonable because just playing a good list without the good thing in it isn't isn't a smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. So you often lose a periods of 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 testing with that character. Because lots of people suddenly stop playing it. So, so, and then you've got the people left playing it are maybe the tinkerers and maybe the people that just, you know, aren't really thinking about it that much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Thor, I think, has, has, has gone a bit unloved for a little while. And the game is much more complicated now. Mm-hmm. There are so many more characters, so many more crises. Um, but we need to have a think about Thor. Yeah. And what, what's really brought Thor to my attention and brought him with me today um onto this podcast is not his his strike, um, which as you've described Lexa as is, is, you know, six dice, range two, mm. gains power, wild throw, the size four, which as you've said is is absolutely massive. It's his second attack.
2: Mm. It's
1: hammer throw which is range five and a range five attack is range five's massive. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's five dice. So, you know, it's, it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be killing people to left, right and center, but you know, occasionally it's going to be able to finish off someone's, you know, three physical defense
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, at range costs one. Um, and it automatically gives shock. And what that says to me with Thor is, is he's a, he's combined with this throw, and his strike that can be uh, a throw, and then his other big superpower for Asgard, um, which is three three power action. He makes a move and then a strike, and if the action does at least one damage, uh, the target character uh, gains the stagger mm-hmm. uh, special condition. We, so looking at all of this, Thor's a control piece,
0: yeah. isn't it? And he brings me we into draw- a very interesting mind.
1: Mm. So he's he's an expensive control piece, but he's a he's a control piece.
0: hmm So tell me what your
1: thoughts are, Alexa.
0: So it's it's you're looking at leveraging an attack that costs a single power. And I think there mm. is an affiliation that helps with that so much that has a has the potential for a lot of other control pieces in there. Mm. Tell me about it. Which is Cabal. Okay. Um it's I can see at um low point values, you're playing three wide cabal, um, and you can do at at fourteen you can play Thor Red Skull Modoc.
1: That's a lot of control? Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because the the risk I think with Thor, isn't it, is that is is, is what are we are we using him to how are we gonna use him to control? Mhm. That's the thing, isn't it? Because we don't want to be—you don't want to be lining up positions where he ends up controlling a piece and then attacking it, Mm -hmm. because that's not what—that's not necessarily what he's what he's about. So yeah, I'm interested to see what would a cabal list look like with Thor.
0: Yeah, but it's like because you're doing hammer throw, you can set him off on a farther away point, and because hammer throw is range five, he can. Go, I'm going to hammer throw that character and that character this turn. And get two shock conditions out and then just sit there. And if you're doing activating him later in the turn, if he's built up any power off of, say, a strike earlier in the game and stuff. Because with Cabal Leadership, his power gen off of hammer throw, unless you completely whiff, is recursive. You don't actually lose any power for using hammer throw. Um, then he can he also has the potential to throw characters off of the point he's currently contesting.
1: Yeah, I really like that. And because and the natural extension of that is that while he's controlling over the course of the game, if he's also building power, mm-hmm. instead of on turn 3 or you know turn 4 them having a, a low power thor to deal with, they're going to have a high power thor to deal with who's just waiting to come out the gates. Mhm. And what, what that tells me about Thor is that we whatever list we're going to have him in needs to be survivable. Yeah. Sh- shock as a condition gets better the more tanky you are, doesn't it? Yeah. Because you- you're not going to get... If they have one fewer dice, but you've got, you know, two physical defense kicking about, um, you're going to struggle either way.
0: So then, the uh, if we're talking about tanky teams, we have to bring up Criminal Syndicate.
1: Mm. Because that's like we the do.
0: team that prides itself on being tanky. Um, yeah, absolutely. It doesn't quite have the recursiveness in the power gain for using Hammer Throw as Cabal, but we're gaining two power a turn anyway, and we don't necessarily need to do the throw or the charge if we're just standing on a point as Criminal Syndicate. um, Because then you're counting as two, so it's they have a much more difficult time. Um, they have to commit so much more to get that point control from you, so you can use that time to use shock and uh, to to kind of keep your more front leaning pieces safer.
1: Yeah, and and I suppose the I suppose would you say the worry in criminal syndicate is because of the nature of your leadership, you really want as many bodies on the table as you can. Mm. And perhaps Thor's going to take us away from that with his five threat.
0: Well, it's Criminal Syndicate is already playing a five threat. It's playing MODOK. So it's, mm. you're moving to more of the smaller characters in affiliation and allowing Thor to sing as as your piece in there. Um, which is it? Better than the current list? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Probably not because it's Modoc we're talking about, and Modoc is the closest to overtuned I have found in a piece in this game. Um, hmm.
1: So let's 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 sort of uh, waltz over to another another faction. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's let's talk about what would be amazing. Let, let's talk about if it's possible to to shock two people on turn one. Mm-hmm. So we're going to need some way of getting Thor up the board uh, by means other than his own little, well, I was going to say his own little legs, I suppose, flight, um, without tossing Mjolnir about.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: um. So who can, I suppose, who can get him up the board? Perhaps um, in humans, if we've got Lockjaw throwing him forward three. Mm-hmm. And then we can also feed him power, which which, uh, goes to what you were saying previously. uh, Lexa.
0: Cabal can also throw him forward, because Red Skull does have, while it's a shorter range, the range 2 teleport. Um, Mm. If we're keeping it on condensed maps, even just pushing range 2 up gets you within range 5 of the middle point. True. Uh, True. I, I also... Inhumans was also something I was going to suggest, because I do think... There is, I think, in humans would work a very different way. In my opinion, with Thor, um, from the control stuff we're talking about, I think in humans would become this bruiser list because you just have. I I would be doing it with Black Bolt and Beast, and not worrying about Lockjaw. Um, but I'm also a lot lower on Lockjaw than most people. But I'm just looking at like at fourteen, you can do Black Bolt, Thor, Medusa. And just go ham down the middle and feed Thor a uh, power out turn one so he can turn one God And then for the rest of the game, if he doesn't need power, he can feed it out of himself, especially since he's generating multiple power a turn.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can feed it back into the others. Um, and and yeah, with a with a fourteen you've you've got um, a huge, huge hitting potential there, haven't you? Yeah. Um yeah, I quite like that. I, th- I suppose let's let's move a different way. If we're using Thor potentially to load up on data's um, uh, conditions, um, could we perhaps look to other affiliations or combinations of characters that are also going to be doing that? Yes. Who else is going to be giving? Who else is going to be giving conditions? Who else can we control? So.
0: This is, this is a thing that came up last episode as well. Um, but uh, a little while ago, during the Agent Widow episode, we talked about unaffiliated condition game. Um, and while Thor wasn't in that list, he's definitely a potential candidate for that list. But I talked about how in my modern conception of the list that I've been kind of formulating for possible use in a one-day Tony or something, it has moved into unaffili- uh, leaderless A-Force. Control. Um, because you have Scarlet Witch and, and Crystal and Agent Widow all in the same affiliation. And while the math doesn't quite work out well for that with, um, Thor, at least at low point values, you can definitely fudge it with moving Scarlet Witch into, um, other places until the medium to higher point values. But you can still get stuff done there. And I think A4S is an affiliation with strong enough tactics cards to be able to play leaderless.
1: Absolutely. You've also got domino. Yes. Um, Haven't you for those incinerates?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that when you want to change gear, um, yeah. you really can. Mm-hmm. I suppose in Avengers as well, you could build an Avengers 17 that's uh, Cap, Hawkeye, um, Thor, and Scarlet Witch.
0: Yes, you could. I will say that Thor is affiliated there and we're looking at...
1: Oh, no, he is, isn't he? Yeah, he, he is. is. He is. Villain. Damn it, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Being cool affiliated.
0: Yeah. Um, Another potential Very for him, um, not so much on that uh, on that kind of control aspect, but also on the just getting big bruisers together, um, would be Brotherhood of Mutants.
2: Yeah,
1: that that's where I just scrolled to on the affiliation list. <laughs> in fact,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, because if you're if you're looking to 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 brawl with Thor, giving like you've 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 said this previously, like so, giving him that additional power on turn one means you can get that turn one for Asgard. Yeah and and once you get that turn one for asgard you've almost got two options if you get one damage and a stagger then you could decide to go in you could decide to try and control models on turn two throw out a couple of hammer throws Mm -hmm. um and have all of their stuff locked down for turn two going into uh, and set up for turn three or if you've done loads of damage you could um finish someone off charge Mm -hmm. into someone else yeah um so yeah, he really does benefit from that additional power that he can get from uh, from Magneto's leadership.
0: And then one that isn't power generating, but actually power sucking, but also applies a condition itself. And another place, Scarlet which is, is Defenders. Very true. And that's a place where you don't need to worry about, because of portal plays, you don't need to worry about for Asgarding turn one. You just need to get your opponent to come to you, basically. And then you can... And and while I've mostly seen the portal used to get long-range models into range of the opponent's deployment zone, it's also this threat of activation on condensed scenarios where you put it on a point and basically go, cool, are you going to move here? Or do I just get this point for free? But as soon as you move here, I'm teleporting this big melee hitter into your range who generally has better attack than a ranged hitter.
1: Also, um, all fantastic points. And if we're looking for an affiliation, that's good at getting characters, putting uh, conditions on people, the one with the affiliation bonus that, that puts them on automatically is, is, is fantastic.
0: Yeah. And it also Um, alleviates an issue where for the most part, not counting his big spender, which is something that I've seen used maybe once, uh, All of Thor's attacks are physical. So, getting him that ability to change his uh, attack type is very important.
1: Yeah, it's going to get you some of those clutch uh, for Asgards um, a lot more.
0: And then. That's
1: really interesting,
0: yeah. Something that I doubt is the direction we will go, but because it's me, I have to bring up, and I think he's actually pretty good there, is Spider Fizz. Um, Just. He even even as not the best beat stick, he is still a beat stick. And giving and unlike other beat sticks, he has consistent of power gen that he could pay for the Spider Fur's ability each turn fairly mm. regularly. And that is already an aggro team.
1: I suppose one final thing, you know, we're talking very new models. Um, you know, future models. Yeah. Um Amazing Spider-Man web warriors, or or indeed normal web warriors, because they're survivable, but I'm thinking with Amazing Spider-Man, he can slow people um, with his um, affiliation, with his leadership, Mm -hmm. Uh, and Thor can, you know, he's going to have the power to spend to give that slow condition out, um, and then Mm -hmm. he can throw them with his strike, and he can uh, throw them with his superpower. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that could be quite interesting. You know, shock them on the way in, slow them when you get there, uh, or when they get to you, and then mm-hmm. toss them away.
0: Yeah. There's a couple affiliations that we've talked about that are I'm a little worried about just because um, the expensiveness of their leaders. Amazing Spider-Man is a five cost. Uh, Doctor Strange is a five cost. Magneto is a six cost. Um, yeah. All of those are, like, even... Blackbolt is a five cost. All of those are very expensive leaders. And like mm-hmm. um I was thinking when I was like starting up for this character about X Force as well, just giving him that re-roll on attack as a beat stick. It's nothing to complain about, especially if you're fishing for that wild for the flow. But there are point values currently in X Force, which you just can't make with Thor. And while I think some of the other affiliations are a little have a little bit more capability to do do that because of just the composition of the affiliations I it's it's going to lead to a lot of awkward list building if we're putting a big piece next to a big piece
1: yeah so you you want something relatively deep and I think the other thing that you need to consider is is why not Modoc so if if you if the reason Thors in the list is so that you can just brawl really well, why? Why is it? Why is he not going to be Modok? So I think, and I think in particular, Brotherhood of Mutants um, is probably going to suffer from that. Yeah. Um, and it's got the sixth threat. It's got a narrower character pool. It's got the sixth threat leader, as you've just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So I think we can probably discount them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm most interested in um, in defenders. Actually, they've cool. got that expensive leader. <laughs> um,
0: but the expensive. We're worried leader... Um, of note, the Expense Leader has a gem option that allows thread oscillation on a much more finely tuned scale than most lists have available, mm. which really helps them. They both actually have a gem option and a, an affiliation to threat that allows mm. thread oscillation in ways that other affiliations really don't have.
2: Mm.
1: And I think I like the idea of, of hammer throw um of a of a of a um what's the ability actually called on dr strange what's his leadership actually called that's a great question let's check uh it is called mystic empowerment <laughs> a mystically empowered hammer throw just looking at a ca- the best character on the opposing team and just going you know what thor's gonna move up once he's gonna make his hammer hit you in the brain And he's going to hex and shock you. Yes. And a lot of characters, a lot of games, that character will just never recover from that.
0: Yeah. And this does allow us uh, the interesting option of a classic Thor strategy of Gamma launching a Thor.
1: That's very true. It does indeed.
0: Um, We may be past those days, but I had to bring it up.
1: (laughs) Very true. That's early early days MCP. So let's have a look at, at the Defenders roster.
0: Yeah, so so we have the most recent affiliation update right in front of us. This affiliated a couple days ago at time of recording. Uh, so currently, it's Doctor Strange, who has a Soul Gem option. Um, Daredevil, Ghost Rider, Hawkeye, Hulk, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Scarlet Witch, Peter Parker Spider-Man, Valkyrie, Wolverine, and Wong. Mm. Um... So there's a lot of characters on there that I really like. Um, Mm. I I will probably have a different three-point option than most people because Valkyrie hates me. (laughs) I have tried. She does nothing in a game when I play her.
1: So, I I think that I think this is gonna be great, cool. if I do say so myself. Yeah. So um
0: we're going to commit to getting Doctor Strange in the list.
1: Yeah. And I think realistically, pentagrams is too good not to play. So I think we're gonna be gonna be whacking that soul gem in as well. So uh, there
0: is an important question that we have to ask, because I am the jank man. Do we wanna talk about time gem?
1: <laughs> I think I think when we're trying to place Thor We'll, starting with an, with a seven threat leader might be ambitious, but we'll see where we get to. Because mm-hmm. it might be that we get two-thirds of the way through and go, oh, time gem. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, it's more of a question of for threat oscillation reasons, do we want Wong in our list or the time gem in our list?
1: I think we'll end up wanting Wong. Okay. At some point. Um, so... Let's have a look. So, should we? So, so, how do you normally go about this, Lexa? Well, what's, what's the? What's your method?
0: Uh, generally, I'm I start with getting the interesting affiliated characters. So, currently, we're mm-hmm. talking about Doctor Strange with the Soul Gem and Wong. I definitely think we want at least one of the three pointers, which gives us the options of Hawkeye, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Valkyrie. Um, there are two of those options that I lean towards um, mm-hmm. because I find them interesting. Uh, one is Hawkeye. We're talking about a condition strategy already. Hawkeye Agreed. gives out a bunch of conditions really regularly. Yep. Um, yep. Agreed. The other option is to play in in playing a condition strategy is to have a character that gives off the most powerful condition in the game very rarely, which is Iron Fist.
1: Agreed. I agree completely. Um, the, these are where I'm, I'm thinking to go as well I think the other fantastic draw of Iron Fist is Heroes for Hire I think is is
2: mm-hmm.
1: an um, unbelievable tactics card um, yeah. I think that we're probably going to find I think that I think people are going to underestimate Iron Fist and Luke Cage oh, for yeah. a little while um, especially because they're falling just the wrong side of the next league start so people are going to be people aren't really going to have played them as much yeah and then i think there are going to be a ton of games where people just realize they couldn't play around heroes for hire
0: well and it's also Um, then suddenly we get three characters in a list that all generate two power at the power mm -hmm. phase
1: absolutely um absolutely and that's that's before valkyrie as well yes before we even think about adding valkyrie
0: yeah which i've said my piece on her um but she is a very good option. But that also means that I am now suddenly unafraid to play peta flips.
1: Yeah, a- absolutely. Even with even with pentagrams.
0: Yeah, even with pentagrams mm. and with a new peta flip, I think pentagrams is very very interesting, and we mm. already have a list for it. Just with what we have already put in, we have a fourteen point list.
2: Hmm. That's um, amazing, isn't it? Yeah,
0: which means we can play sword, and suddenly we can, uh, have a portal going. That's actually a mission where I wouldn't place the portal turn one.
1: You want to, because uh, we're talking about about very new crises. Do you wanna?
0: Yes, let's let's explain the sword. listeners
1: and 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 listeners. I also am not completely familiar with this crisis, so it's as much for me as for you.
0: (laughs) So, uh, S.W.O.R.D. establishes base on Moon's Blue Area. It's a 14-point secure. It's coming out in Cable's box. So it's not officially out yet, but it's been spoiled officially by AMG. Um, and it's three target of opportunities, uh, in the C-map, so right down the middle of the board. Um, if no enemy characters are contesting a console, you are now uh, you just pay one to interact with it and you control the console. If one or more enemy characters are controlling it, you pay one, roll a dice on a crit, wild, or hit. You are now controlling the console. So, you always get it. If no one's contesting, if if someone's contesting, it's a 50-50 shot. Um, whoever is controlling the most consoles at the end of turn gets 3 VP, um, and then... If a player is, uh, controls more consoles during the power phase than their opponent, they chooses, uh they choose an enemy character and push them short. And we're already getting a lot of pushes out of Doctor Strange, so this is we can exacerbate that that power gap by just pushing more. And you can really take control of a problem piece that your opponent sets on the board really easily between those two points.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, we're just we're just lo- we're just like you say we're we're loading on that control over control over control, aren't we? Yeah. Um. And if it turns out that your opponent, uh, the other amazing thing about this this list as well is is let's say we we popped Valkyrie in here as well. I'm just jotting down on my notepad. Um, if we decided we our opponent could go a bit too wide uh, against us, um, we could actually play um. Uh, if if we if you know if we didn't feel Thor was going to be appropriate in this game mm-hmm. um you know sh- you know it goes against what we're saying on the pod a little bit about trying to play Thor. Yeah. But you could go, you know, Iron Fist Val Hawkeye Iron Fist Valkyrie, that's nine, strange with no gem, or strange gem wong, Iron Fist, Hawkeye. You know, the that it's a deep it's a deep roster for when your opponent puts you on things where
2: yeah.
1: where Thor isn't isn't fantastic. But yeah, I think you're exactly right, Lexa, is that We've got loads of characters that add, um, that are that are controlling, and mm-hmm. and w- what we've not mentioned, of course, is that Iron Fist can can stun on his strike.
0: Yes, which is a very powerful condition. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he it- can
1: sh- he, and he's he's you know in defenders he's you know he's not the most killy person. Yeah. But he's generating power to make sure that he's always hitting them on their worst defense.
0: Yeah, um and going up a point value and talking about hard hard control I want to point towards Peter Parker
2: hmm?
0: he has a very good pull a fairly strong throw um, he has a push on an attack and he just he has a lot of control and he is in our affiliation and at 15 suddenly we get dr strange uh spider-man Peter Parker and um the uh saw with the ability to oscillate into dropping the gem and dropping Peter Parker into a uh into a wong and getting a three cost in that spot instead and going forward.
1: Yeah. I like him. There's gonna be times he's gonna be good. Yeah. I'm sure so so, We're eight characters there. With if we've got if we've got Valkyrie, which I think I would have Lexa, and
0: maybe maybe you wouldn't. I I probably would. I think that I think going beyond two, three threats, um, in this list is sort of overloading with options in a way that will mean one of our three threats will not see the table often enough. I think to get over the out of affiliation three threats. Or out of affiliation models that we're looking at beyond that, um, because at higher point values we can definitely fit in another out of affiliation model into this list and start hitting that five wide point. Did that make sense? Yeah.
1: No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially if we're is is the intention that we're playing Thor in every points value.
0: That that is. That is kind of That's the, the goal. goal. We're trying to get Thor mm-hmm. on the table, so it's really... The goal is to design the list with the idea that Thor will make the table 99% of the time with the understanding that the plan is the first thing to go, so maybe not actually going to happen <laughs> when you play the list.
1: Yeah, sure. So...
0: Um,
1: hmm.
0: But it's... And I think... And... There was one other character I wanted to bring up that is a defender and puts out a lot of conditions and will keep us very, very thin, but should we talk about Scarlet Witch?
1: Yeah, because that would put us... That could be a... Scarlet Witch could be quite a killy... You could go four wide at 19, couldn't you, with Scarlet Witch
0: uh five, um, 11, 16 19 yeah you can go you can go four wide all the way down at uh 18 as well
1: yes of course you can um so yeah i, I like her actually um as an option cuz i mean hexfield uh is uh is an interesting one isn't it to combine with um mm-hmm. to combine with the The leadership.
0: And she gives out innately Bleed, Hex, Incinerate, and Poison.
2: Mm.
0: Just off of her builder, which is a range four mystic attack for six dice, which is nothing to scoff at.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's going to shred people, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And I think if we want Scarlet Witch in this list, I think that pushes out one of our in affiliation threes.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I think I can agree to that. Mm-hmm. I've, 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 I've crossed out Valkyrie against my better judgment, Lexa.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, there's definitely a realm that we could talk about where this is a dual affiliation roster, and instead of either Hawkeye or Iron Fist, you have Valkyrie in there, and then you're bringing in um, an uh, Enchantress on the side. Um, but this is lead out of their own affiliation month, so let's not have the splash affiliation of their own stuff.
1: Yeah, because you 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 accept, don't you, that you I I think the tricky thing about the um, when you're building the low points, when you're building the fourteen in particular, is it, it it's and fifteen to a degree as well is is quite rough because there are some quite well defined things that are very good there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more on and... fifteen
0: than on fourteen right now.
1: Mm. I, well, I think that the, the tricky thing with the fourteens is that they're both really, really good for Angela. Yeah. Which is mm. the tricky one. Tricky thing.
0: I can definitely see that for um for the sword. I actually don't think Angela is that is is as amazing on Senator. Hmm. Um just because it turns her movement speed to slow, mm-hmm. um, and it lowers her defense and dodge dice, which makes her much more vulnerable target. And so if you have any type of accessibility on her, um, especially turn one, suddenly she's in a lot more dangerous position, especially after picking up the Senator. And especially if it's that second Senator that she flips that ends up being the one she picks up, um, you have the options of... Uh, you have a lot more options that affect her and move her towards your team in a way that leaves her extremely vulnerable early in the game. Very true.
1: Um, so I've got I've got written down in front of me at the moment: Doctor Strange, the Soul Gem and Wong, Hawkeye, Iron Fist, Thor, Scarlet Witch, and I've got Peter Parker with a little little star next to him. I think what would be a good thing to do now is to work out what crises we want to be playing, Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that we can work out which ones we don't want to be playing, and then we can work out what we need to do to amend the list. So, So,
0: we've talked about Sword already. I'm guessing that's something we want to jump on. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, Then, um, I don't think we want to go... I think we we like the pay-to-flips with our team right now. We got a lot of excess power gen and a lot of builders that will get us good power or flat builders. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think we're okay with the pay to flip. So I think we get a second pay-to-flip and then um, a crisis that the other pay-to-flip teams don't necessarily like, but we as a team like, if that makes sense. Yeah. So looking at the other pay-to-flips, we want to look at what our defenses are. Um, So Soar is 4-4. Uh, Strange is three and four, Wong is two and three, Iron Fist is three and three, Spider Man is three and three, Hawkeye is four and two, and then Scarlet Witch is three and four. So it looks like, for the most part, our energy defenses are better than our physical defenses. So we want to be either looking at spider portals or, um, uh, uh, deadly mark. meteors. Deadly meteors. That's yeah. right.
1: And I think I think that. Being close together probably helps us.
0: Yeah, I if think so got, too.
1: Yeah, if we've got Iron Fist, um, if we've got Iron Fist wanting to be a hero for hire, he's going to want to be shooting around the board, isn't he?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think we're going. I think our tactics cards are going to be rough because there's a lot of interesting stuff I want to bring up in tactics cards. Mm. Um. So yeah, I, I'm definitely down for Deadly Meteors. And then what do we want? What do we think we're good at that the normal standard Asgard pay-to-flip is not as good at?
1: Hmm. Well, I, I was thinking for our last one, if we're looking to load people up with conditions and move them about, uh, we just brawling on demons is probably going to suit us.
0: Yeah, and I, I think currently on 19, let me do math, Um, <laughs> 5... 10, uh, yeah 5, 10, 16, 19. yeah we we get to go four wide at 19 so we get to keep priority against 90% of teams uh, with Thor, Doctor Strange, Soul Gem, Scarlet Witch and Iron Fist
1: yeah which is you know absolutely nothing to sniff at yeah. having Iron Fist there to to fix um to fix the possibility of our characters just getting you know punked is quite attractive isn't it keeping yeah. Doctor Strange safe
0: hmm and more importantly because he can play on the activation math in that scenario so interestingly
1: yeah I mean you've got you've got as can iron fist I suppose as well yeah you know I you've got two characters that can rob them of activations mm-hmm. um and having your three threat be able to iron fist almost feels like he's gonna do it all on that on that crisis doesn't it yeah like he's going to be defending he can you know maul them he can like move about that's yeah, quite exciting
0: yeah now we come to our extracts um i don't think we want the extracts that give additional power i don't think we want cosmic cube and i don't think we want hammers
1: no we've we've got we're good at having extra power. we already make extra power and we want yeah. our opponents to be crap so yeah get them out
2: mm-hmm
0: we have some potential to go at, we we don't mind the higher points values in a way. Um, I think we don't like the medium point values. I think we like the two extremes, but not the mediums, if that makes sense. Yeah. So we could just play towards point values and pull out an alien ship. Um, we do also have two new crises that we should talk about.
1: Yeah, go ahead.
0: Um, so we have a uh, research station attacked, which is another scrum in the middle type scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sixteen points, um, which with our current list would be uh, would just be a three man core of Thor, Scarlet Witch, and Doctor Strange with the Soul jam Um, but it's very scrum in the middle, and it has the potential to really escalate quickly if one team can really take over the other team. And we kind of have a death ball going on here, and this this seems like a scenario that likes a death ball, so we might go for that one. And the other one is uh, Deadly Legacy Virus Cured, which is a scenario that gets more expensive to pick up pieces the more of that of of the asset that you already have on that character, but if one character ever gets all three of them, they instantly get KO'd and you score 8 VP. And the and then the extract is no longer part of the game. Um which is is a which I don't think despite the 19 point point value which we already like I don't think is quite I don't think it's something we can quite leverage in a way that makes me want to commit to it, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I agree. We might be fine at it, but we're not gonna be great at it. Yeah. Um which means it's a bit risky.
0: Yeah. What
1: do you think to um spider infested?
0: Spider infected. I think that is Yeah. That's it. Certainly a good option. Um with how low activation count we are, I think the a forced move is going can't has the potential to be very annoying, um, but I so the think... way I'm
1: thinking about it is, it, it's awkward on Doctor Strange.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sure, it's always going to be. Um, Iron Fist can just uh, potentially fly and kick his way back into position. Yeah, Thor can charge his way back into position. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're controlling our opponents, it's it's probably going to be worse for them than it is for us.
0: That does make some amount of sense. My only hesitancy about it is that we aren't going five wide. We we can't go five wide at that point value. And since each character can only hold one infected, that means we can never... Even if we're Not in full cur- control of the game.
1: Not currently, but we've got two roster slots. And if we play Strange without the Soul Gem, Wong, Iron Fist, and Thor, that puts us at 15 and then we can play an unaffiliated two threat. Okay. Um and, and suddenly we can be we can be five wide.
0: That that works. So let's mm-hmm. let's get it in there.
1: And um, and we can we can probably cut out some airtime and just just know that it's gonna be a Koye, can't we? Uh
0: maybe. Um there's there's some it, I will
1: put slash toad, shall
2: I?
0: Yeah. That that is One of the ones I was thinking of. Um. Since. Thinking about our two pointers. While those two stand above the rest. I think they're. I think the rest of the field. Is still very much nipping on their heels. In a way. Um. And it's just a margins game. And like. I would not be opposed to. A rocket raccoon. Or. Um. A black widow. But. That is definitely. A conversation we'll have in a minute. Um. And a thing that we talked about earlier, how do we feel about senators for us? Um, hmm.
1: how do we feel about senators? So, let's think about it. If we're playing, it, if we're going first, I think realistically we're not going to be picking it because I don't think it plays to our strength enough. That um, I don't think it plays to our strengths enough as a list to be happy with it. That being said, um, if you're going second with a portal and you place it in the centre, are we going to be able to just pop through it? And if my, our opponents get it, just just drag them back and and get it ourselves?
0: Well, the other they'll thing... be lower
1: defences.
0: Well, the other thing is is with portal. If we're going first, if I think that the math is correct, but I'm not one hundred percent sure. Uh, you can pop out next to that middle objective, check it, and then double move medium to one of the side objectives if it's not there, and get the two two, um, char- the two chances. Um, yeah, you can, yeah. That would require an advanced r d play, because one through the portal, one for the first check, one for the second check. But that mm. is still a very powerful play. Mm. And much and less... Then- uh, mm.
1: And then if you and then if you don't get it, you can um, you do that with with your three cost, don't you? Yeah. Um, you do that with your three cost, and then uh, they if they don't find it, um, Doctor Strange and um, Thor. Thor. Well, Doctor Strange won't be able to come through the portal at that point, will he? No.
0: Um. But Doctor Strange can definitely. Doctor Strange can do a single walk and then generally shoot someone because his his attack is range four, which which is a long way. So, medium move plus range four should get from your deployment zone to a short back from the senator. Mm. Yeah, Unlike, I don't hate that. Terrain restrictive. Mm. Um, I think that's how that works. I don't have, like, measuring sticks out in front of me to confirm. So, take that with a grain of salt, people. We're brainstorming, and then we'll go actually test stuff in a couple minutes. But I don't think that minds... The other option, because we are s- we are so much more power-rich than our opponents, for the most part. Do we want to talk alien ship? Mm-hmm.
1: And what we're looking like at 20.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause at uh, 20 yeah,
1: poss- quite possibly,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. At 20, we can do... So we can go uh, Iron Fist, Hawkeye, and an Out of Affiliation 3, or Spider-Man, Scarlet Witch.
1: Or an Out of Affiliation
0: 4? Does that work? No. Yeah. Uh, or Wong, yeah. Iron Fist, and an Out of Affiliation 4. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think we will get slightly more versatility out of an out-of-affiliation 3 than an out-of-affiliation 4. Because we're already committing to a 2, so do we want a 3 or a 4 as our out-of-affiliation option? Because we only have the two slots. Well, if, we're,
1: if, we're, if, we're if we're looking to play um, Alien Ships,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think we'd probably like Enchantress.
0: That is that is definitely an option. Uh, the one I was going to suggest as a 3 option was Miles
1: Moales. Okay. For a similar sort of effect.
0: Yeah. Um
1: and And then we yeah, then we're two two affiliated threes. One mm-hmm. unaffiliated three, Thor and Yeah, I don't hate that. What is there anything that gives us um I don't feel it gives us an enough of an advantage on Extracts. Because I, th- I think we're realistically going to be picking Secures when we go first most of the time. Yeah. Um. So our Extracts really are looking for when we're going second.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I quite like Alien Ships for that reason, actually.
0: Um, yeah, because it's like the teams we... Alien Ships, if we're going second, is not something we're going to be bringing unless it's into a team who really doesn't like it. AKA Web Warriors. Mm. I think Web Warriors mm. hates alien ships. Yeah.
1: And what we, want, what we want to make sure is whatever our extracts are, aren't bad against Amazing Spider Man and Angela. Mm. We don't want to pick extracts where there's a central extract. They can just. We don't want to have two extracts, basically, where they can just run in, get the center one, get their back two, and be ahead.
0: Yeah. And alien ships is not one of those because it limits your movement once put on. Yeah. It yeah. leaves them stranded in the middle of the board, generally making them lose an entire action.
1: Yeah. And scrolls makes them slow, doesn't it? That's yeah, what's, that's what scrolls does. Mm-hmm.
0: And so I think alien is better than scrolls if we're looking to specifically counter Angela and Amazing Spider Man.
1: We want herbs, as our extract.
0: <sighs> I'm not sure about herbs. I don't think we have an amazing herb carrier.
2: Hmm.
0: And unless we're doing cheeky teleport plays and we're using our um, portal to move the herb carrier rather than get up the board, I'm not impressed with it, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I like I like having spider infected as an option against people that have like, you know, a magneto or, you know, mm-hmm. have low, low things and we can go wider than them mm-hmm. um, and just be a bit clever. I like alien ships for the reason that you've given. And um, so we're just looking for a th- for a third mm-hmm. counterplay extract basically. Yeah. Um and we probably want it to be low scoring. Don't yeah. we?
0: Probably. So I'm fine with Wakanda and Hope just as a dead extract. Mm-hmm. Um if we really want it and focus on securing that game
1: i i i'm i've come round to senators okay i've come i've come round to senators and portaling because if they put us at fourteen and if they put us at fourteen we're gonna be three wide most likely mm-hmm. we can put a portal in the middle and just come through and you know maul them if they get it and if they don't get it we can come through and not more than. And if we've got if our 14 is Iron Fist, Thor and Doctor Strange, I quite like our ability to keep our um to keep our guy alive. Um yeah. you know our, our carrier alive because we're going to have heroes for hire, we're going to have shock, we're going to have hex, we're going to have a heal. Yeah. So yeah, I quite like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so we, we figured out that we want an unaffiliated 2 and an unaffiliated 3. We were talking about Miles and miles for that unaffiliated 3. Do we want to lock that in or are there other options you want to consider? Let's have a look.
1: I think I'm happy to lock him in.
0: Okay. And now the two-cost discussion. Um, I am actually leaning towards Toad. Mm-hmm. Um, because as we as we have already talked about, we are slightly weaker on extract, and Toad covers so much of those issues on extract.
1: So when are we when are we playing the second two threat? We're playing it at five wide seventeen. Mm-hmm. My worry is that if the other two threat we've got is one, we want someone a bit tougher. Okay. Um, and with a Okoye a can because essentially if we're playing. Um, five wide at 17, we're going to want... One of our two threats is going to need to be near other people. Wong's probably not going to be. He's probably going to grab an extract and then they keep the distance. But Okoye gives us um, that additional bodyguard. Mm -hmm. She's hella tanky. um, Once Strange gives her those extra two dice. Yeah. So I think she's probably Mm -hmm. where I would go. Um, And then you've just got a really awkward list, haven't you? It's a really awkward list for people to deal with. Mm Mm-hmm yeah I think I think what um, what this discussion's really really showing us is that we both really like Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> Every list, I'm just like, Iron Fist is going to be so good
0: here. Why wow. I, I am very <laughs> interested in Iron Fist. Um, I'm not hundred percent sold on him, but he's one I'm excited to test with in a way. Mm. Um, there's like I don't think there's a single character coming in the upcoming releases that I'm not excited to test with. Because, mm. like, even Bob has a place that I'm super, super excited to see him in. Mm. Um, mm. Actually, two at this point. Um, one is Blackwater.
1: Mm. I really...
0: Have you I'm heard about... T- I've not tried it. Go so, it's, you use him in Blackwater at higher point values, and you have him shoot his rocket turn one, and then at the top of turn two, you place a failure him. Because right. he auto-dazes into his injured form, and then suddenly at top of turn two, everyone has at least four power. Oh, nice. Which suddenly makes a lot of threat on the board, with with especially with, like, Corvus Proxima.
1: That's pretty nice.
2: hmm
0: And then the other uh, one is he allows for a super wide red skull.
1: Yes, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I think we're going uh, to come to the hottest part of this this uh, talk, which is tactics cards.
1: Well, I think we've got a few that, that are going in straight away because we've already spoken about them, and yep. that's pentagrams um, and um, heroes for hire.
0: Yes, and advanced r
1: Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So just five to find then.
0: Yeah. And we haven't even touched the... Restricted, restricted list and things yes so um what are you thinking on the restricted list
1: um well our our plan is not to be in positions where our models are dying anyway so i think field dressing probably isn't something that we need yeah um i think that we've got uh dr strange who really doesn't like having buildings chucked at him um So I quite like Brace. And I think Mm -hmm. Brace plays into our sort of denial, making the game hard for your opponent's strategy. And, you know, if you've got Heroes for Hire and Brace for Impact Up, your opponent's going to have a really tough turn. Mm -hmm. Um, So Brace would be the the first one I would go to. After that, I I don't really know.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a question. I do have another defensive piece that I do want to bring up. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because we are going to be playing a lot of really condensed scenarios. Let's talk about Vapors of Valtor.
1: (laughs) Some of us uh, will be very quickly checking what it does.
0: So if there are two other non-dace ally characters within two of Doctor Strange, this is a death ball uh, uh, thing. You may spend three. Mm -hmm. Choose a character within three of Doctor Strange and give them the three Obscuring Mist Tokens. Each time that character is attacked... Uh, it's targeted by an attack. Shuffle those tokens and reveal one at random. Um, if it's blank on the back, you may re-roll any number of the attacker's dice. Otherwise, nice. the attack continues as normal. At the end of the round, they lose all of them as tokens. So it's a two-thirds shot of being able to reroll all of your opponent's successes on an attack roll.
1: Nice. Good for protecting the um, senator or... Um... Alien ship.
0: Yeah. And we are also playing tall already in condensed scenarios. Hmm. So it's Yeah, it, I don't I don't hate it. Yeah. It's 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 a card I don't think gets enough love because of just it's powerful when you play mm. it. Um I've had times where people have just attacked it, tried it once, uh have it completely fall apart and go, I am not attacking that character for the rest of the turn.
1: I think we're going to be bunched up again, so um, Bitter Rivals is a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, Bitter Rivals is definitely a strong one.
1: It's functional Incinerates and Shocks on top of mm-hmm. state uh, uh, conditions, isn't it? So I think that one's a, a shoe in
0: Speaking of Incinerate and Shocks, uh, let's talk about a recently released card, The Whims of Chaos. We've talked about using Scarlet Witch a bunch, and this is Scarlet Witch may pay any power, any amount of power to play this card. Uh, For each power spent, choose uh, a non-dazed character within three of Scarlet Witch. For each allied character, you may remove one damage or one special condition. And for each enemy character, you may give them either Hex, Root, or Incinerate.
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's try playing that. Cool. That card looks like it might be great. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So, we have one slot left and we haven't touched our second uh restricted card do we want to play two restricted cards or do we want to go down and play another tech card
1: i think we probably i think we've probably got enough tech there i think we mm-hmm. probably want just some just some some chunky power
2: mm-hmm.
1: um so the question maybe is maybe it's go on
0: the question is, we do have a lot of relatively high health characters with some level of defensibility on them. Do we want to go patch up or do we want to go med pack?
1: I, I suppose the thing that we could consider, um, actually, which um, just takes a quick step back, we struggled a bit to think about what our extracts were going to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hired muscle is banned now. Yeah. Yeah. Panic is restricted.
0: Yes, it is.
1: We've got a lot of characters. We've got pentagrams, and we've got a lot of characters that produce additional power. Yes. And we're trying to make sure our models don't die. Maybe we're we're playing Panic.
0: Yeah. Do we want that over Spider-Infected, or do we want it over Senators? I
1: think maybe Senators. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, Panic's really nice. Because other people just aren't going to be building their lists to be great at it. And we can can pop a pentagram. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And then can, yeah. at 19, we already have three characters built in our list that generate multiple power a ton. Yeah. Um, because it's Thor... Uh, let me do math again. Yeah, it's Thor, Doctor Strange with the gem, Scarlet Witch, and Iron Fist. And three of those characters naturally build two power a ton.
1: Yeah. Or we can play... Um, Strange, Hawkeye, Iron Fist, or, and then one of the twos.
0: Yeah, that's also possible. And, like, I don't hate Wong on that list. Just walk up, grab an extract, and then, and then, then ne- meditate for two turns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like walk, meditate, walk, meditate, even,
0: yeah. um, as well. Which leaves um, us with an extra Team Tactics slot. And mm. we were talking about wanting to bully Amazing Spider-Man. Um, and I think yeah. I think the tech card against Amazing Spider-Man will be marked for death. Mm, that's a lot. So it's two allied characters within five of, of the target character. Both pay one power to play this card. Mm-hmm. Uh, this round, the enemy character loses and cannot gain stealth. Its speed becomes short and cannot modify or re-roll its defense dice. Nice. Yeah,
1: that's pretty cool.
0: Hmm. And this hurts. This really hurts a, an amazing Spider-Man, and it hurts an Angela fairly hard as well. Yeah, that's true. Um. So that is an option. Um. We have enough character-specific cards. I think we want an unaffiliated card because let's see: one, two, three, four of our cards are character-specific cards. Mm. Um. We also have. Um, the shout of blind obsession which i think is always just generically good at this point um, yeah because we're going solo on activations we also have disarm that i would be okay playing
1: absolutely no i agree it should it should be disarm okay it should definitely be disarm yeah yeah cuz that just plays into exactly what we're doing doesn't it yeah it does yeah 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 i love that mm-hmm. i love disarm
0: so we have yeah a very fascinating list here.
1: Yeah, um, I think this might actually be quite good as well.
0: Yeah. Um, so for those at home who uh, were keeping up but don't remember everything, the uh, for the <laughs> characters, we have Thor, Prince of Asgard, Doctor Strange, the Soul Gem, Wong, Iron Fist, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Akoye. In the tactics cards, we have Pentagrams of Farala, Advanced RD, Brace for Impact, Vapors of Our Tour, Heroes for Hire, Biddle Rivals, The Whims of Chaos, and Disarm. And then on our Crisises, we're playing Sword Establishes Base on Moon's Blue Area, Deadly Meteors Mutate Civilians, Demons Downtown Has Our Come Up and Come Do, Spider, Ma- Spider Infected Invade Manhattan, Alien Ship Crashes in Downtown, and Panic Grips City as Evacuation Efforts Continue. So, yes, yeah, thank you very much for coming on!
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Um, if people wanted to reach out to you, where would they do that?
1: Oh, the best place is probably on Discord. Um, or you can find our uh, my Magic the Gathering podcast uh, by uh, going to tbepodcast.com.
0: Very nice. And if you want to reach out to me, I am Lexa White on Discord, on all the MCP Discords, and g on all the non-MCP Discords. If you want to hear me talk about television, uh, uh, come visit ggypt.tumblr.com. That's ggyppt.tumblr.com. I am currently covering the CW show Kung Fu, which has been a lot of fun so far. And then if you want to see me play something completely different, come either Saturday or Sunday mornings on twitch.tv slash So I will be with the titular Code App Games himself, talking game design specifically around custom Arkham Horror the card game scenarios, and maybe even playing some. Thank you very much for coming on again. Thank you. And keep experimenting, people.